0: Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage and everything in between. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Uh, Welcome to Lovability Show. Uh, I'm Jennifer Steyers, your host. I am joined today by a friend of the show, Steve Spencer. Uh, Everybody knows him, loves him, and loves his his advice. Uh, And I couldn't do today without him. Uh, So today's topic is uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Welcome, Steve, back to the show.
1: Hi, Jen. Hey, family. How's everybody doing? It's Friday. Almost two, only two hours left.
0: Uh, yeah, I know, right? right? I wish, I wish that the drink I was drinking, even though it's a limeade, I wish it had like some tequila in it, it would be great, but I have still too much to do today. <laughs> uh,
1: this is just water.
0: Darn it, oh, I'm sure, sure, we'll see in a minute. Um, Frozen in
1: the ice cubes and beautifully surrounded by maybe a little vodka. Allegedly. So
0: I know oh, we yeah. have people on, I can see some people, I can't see some. I see Alexis, I see Brad, uh, but I'm, I, I can't really see all of you. But welcome to the show, um, thank you for being here. So let me tell you about today's show and why we're talking about Mirror Mirror on the Wall. Because it all kind of started with a friend of mine, a guy friend of mine, that was... Um, was kind of bending my ear about women, uh, what happened was he, he keeps overhearing these conversation of these women that are, you know, have boyfriends or in relationships, but yet they're entertaining, um, all these other men on like social media sites and things like that. And he's, he was sitting back and has watched the interaction and watched the way women are so fickle. Uh, and so he, he actually was very bothered by it. He wrote a post for me and I said, no way am I posting this. This is not anything that I would ever post. (laughs) It was not very nice ladies. But, uh, but having said that, um, he wanted to talk about how people, people aren't being integrous. They're not, they're not, they're saying they want something, but they're showing up as something else. Uh, and, you know, I had to tell them, all well, men are doing the same thing. So if we're going to call one sex out, we need to call both out. Uh, but I have to say, I think it's a little, as a woman, it's a little disappointing to me to hear that ladies are doing that because I think we're built, to, we're supposed to be built for monogamy. I mean, men aren't. I mean, just biologically, if you look from a scientific standpoint, men really aren't. Does that mean they should, they, they can't be of course they can. It's making a decision to be, and they can be, but biologically, it's not necessarily scientifically, biologically how they're built, and so having said that, women are built for that, yet we have loosened morals and values in all kinds of places, and I don't know if it's become cool for some of you ladies to act like this, or if you feel like it, I don't know, like it's a boost of confidence that maybe you have a guy and you have other guys reaching out to you, um, it, and maybe you're trying to impress people around you. But I can tell you, the good guys, ladies, the good guys that hear you talking like that, like that, and are and are not being honest, faithful, loyal, good Christian women like you portray yourselves to be, they notice these guys notice it, and it. It grinds on the guys that are good, that are looking for a good woman. I mean, this is guys that I know are good men that are losing faith that they're going to find a good woman because people, these women that they thought were good women weren't. And and you're not when you do stuff like that. So, Uh, So I guess that's why I wanted to do this, where we talk about how are we showing up? And uh, Steve, I promise I'll give you a chance to talk, but it was kind of a long explanation getting into this. It's your show, love. You're so cute. Well, (laughs) you know, it's funny. I had said to Steve, well, I want to talk about how people are showing up because how congruent is it? How, you know, you say you want this, but are you being that? And that's... That's the part that I'm not sure is happening. And when I mentioned it to Steve, he he showed me all these posts he'd done in the past about looking in the mirror. And I said, okay, we're on the same page we haven't talked about content i haven't prepared anything i'm just having a conversation with all of you and my friend steve about all this so that we can we can try to get back on board you know i feel like this is a platform where people come because they're looking for a quality relationship and one thing i've heard over the years especially from the guys about you ladies, and I'm not trying to get on you ladies today, but I am. I hear it from a lot of guys from all walks of life and, and, um, and areas. They're saying, These very women that are posting on your page, Jennifer, about wanting a good man, about not wanting men that want to sleep with them right away, yada, 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 they're the ones that are sending me nudies, they're the ones that are propositioning me, they are the ones that are acting out of integrity saying, you know, and so I say there, there are people, and it might just be you, that may not be practicing what you preach, that may be asking for something to, you know, to, to get something that you're not giving, which is an expectation, um, and you'll never get something better than you are. It's just the law of physics. So, uh, so now that I've gone on my beginning rant there, um, hi, Cindy. Hi, Elizabeth, people that I can see, Jennifer, Erica. Uh, uh, Jerry Ann. hello, Jerry Ann. Uh Great to see all of you, uh, Steve. So, so talk to me from a guy's perspective and your perspective on this very thing that I, that we're talking about today.
1: So, first and foremost, the friend Jennifer mentioned who wrote whatever post that was. That was. It's not. That's not me. <laughs> that that no, wasn't was not you. Me. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and and I, I would say that the very most glaring truth about, uh, about exactly what Jennifer's talking about is that men and women do this. We've raised the bar. We want people to raise the bar. If you want to be with me, you got to raise the bar. You got, okay, that's fine. But once I raise my bar and you've lowered your standards, I don't know that you can really run with me. And I don't know that I really want to run with you. So the story, every, every, I think I've said this before on this show, every business, every family, every person, every everything has two stories, an external reality and an internal perception. And what you have to get is you have to get those things to match so that they're moving in the same direction because otherwise, this is the perfect you know, psychological illustration of mixed messages. So those two things have to match. And Um, Rather than talk about anybody else, I'm going to start off by doing exactly what Jennifer suggested, which is take inventory of yourself. So I'm going to give a specific example. I was interested in somebody, asked her out on a date, went out on a couple of dates and I dropped the ball. The truth is, the blunt truth is, is that my life just got busy, got busy with um, business and family and some personal health issues. And I just was less available. And the fact that we were living four hours apart, didn't do us any favors either. But the ball was the ball that was dropped was on me. And so rather than me saying, well, this, this didn't work because she was this, or she was that the truth is I, you know, it's on me. You know, she had a clear expectation of she wanted somebody who was at least available and I just became, I just wasn't available for a couple of months. I just wasn't. uh, so the reality is, is that sometimes it's you. You know, when you say, oh, they're this or they're, no, it's not them. It's you. And it's not, it wasn't her. It was me. And that's just the way that goes sometimes. And so I like to encourage people, uh, including myself, my daughters, friends. So here's a good story I'll tell you. Um, several years ago, I had a friend of mine and we went to elementary school together, middle school, high school together. Um, I'd see him when I was home on leave from the military. We we've been friends a long time, and he got married pretty young and had an affair. He he started running around with a with another woman, and uh, me and four or five other friends that we'd all been childhood friends together. We all got together, and he was kind of moping around. Woe is me, woe is me. My wife's gonna divorce me. Why this, wife that. Like, Why... oh, I don't know what caused me to lose all my character and have an affair. You know, have an affair and lose all my character. i stopped it. It was like, you're going in the wrong sequence. You lost all your character first. Then you had the affair. Um, And it's good to take that, you know, after that, he did. He took self inventory and went and made amends and and made things as dry as he could with the mother of his children. And, um, you know, so I I like to take a step up to the mirror. Sometimes when you shave, you got to get up real close. You got to be able to look yourself in the eye in the morning. And there's a real simple question to ask, which is, and fellows, I would especially encourage you to do this. Would you like you, if you met you? And I think that's just a great question for you. A great, um, self-examination question for people to take in. So that's, that's what I wanted to touch on today. When Jennifer invited me to come on the show again, is would you like you, if you met you? Um, and I think it's a question that isn't always easy for people to answer.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree with you on that, Steve. Um, I, you know, as soon as you ask that, I think it's great when somebody can look at their role in something. <clears throat> it's almost like my friend that wrote this post and I said, no way. You know, we started talking about who he was hanging out with and he said, well, those are the people, you know, that don't hang out with them. They're just at this place where I go. I said, then stop sitting with them. Stop talking to them. Stop interacting with them, you know. And if it comes down to you having to tell them the truth and why, then why wouldn't you do use your voice to do that use instead of using my voice to try to tell everybody because what he's saying isn't new. <laughs> and that's unfortunately why I tell him this has been going on for a very, very long time, uh, people not being who they need them they need to be, so they attract who they want. Uh, so that's the whole thing with this expectation thing, Steve, is, you know, people going in with these really high expectations, um, sometimes unrealistic expectations, which we've talked about yeah. before, um, you know, expecting somebody else to be perfect when they're not. But it's also, it's also, it also comes down to, and I God, there's so many things that are going through my mind with all of this. Here's the thing, bottom line. I don't, if you're 40 years old or older, or I'll even say 30 years old or older, you have 30 years of experiences and, and, you know, um, values and um, ideas and beliefs about life and the world and relationships and nobody, not one person in the world is going to share every one of those. With you, not one person because they didn't grow up just like you. And then add 10 years onto that 40, 50, 60. The longer you go on this earth, the more baggage you have that you bring with you. And I had somebody today, when I put a post up about expectations, uh, they said, well, I don't have any baggage, you know? I I don't have any, I don't carry any of that. Bullshit, yes you do. Yeah. Everybody it's has
1: October, it. October, you liar. Yeah,
0: exactly, I have yeah. it. I do this for a living, I have it. Luckily, I think the the gift is when you're enlightened enough where you can call yourself on your own. Like, when when you can, when you realize it and you can go, yeah, I, I I'm doing that, or that's that's this is my part in this. And you can call yourself on your own BS. But I can tell you, everybody, you've all got baggage, every one of you. There's not one of you that doesn't. And if, if you think you don't, you're the one that needs the most work in all of this. You're the one that well, needs to self-reflect the most in all of this because you need to find where you're showing up and where you're not.
1: Yeah, and if you don't have baggage, then you are a remarkably boring person who really nobody who's a full blown grown up is really going to want to spend much time with. I mean, everybody has baggage. It's life. It's just life. Uh, I think my comment to Jennifer's post this morning was, yeah, baggage. Everybody's got it. And this advice to saying is true of relationships and vacations. Pack light. Pack only the baggage you can carry because otherwise you're going to stick somebody else with carrying the weight of your baggage.
0: And it's not fair. It's not somebody else's to take on for sure. Uh, Elizabeth, great to see you. Angie. Hello, Greg. Hello, Christy. Just want to say hello to everybody. It's just great to see you. I love this three o'clock time. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, here's the thing. It's super important when, when you're looking for a relationship that you have realistic expectations, right? And, this is about looking in the mirror because at the end of the day, what we're, and I do this for a living as a matchmaker, I see people's lists and you can't show up with that list because not one person is going to meet every single thing on your list, right? I want people to do lists, I have you do lists, but there's not one person that's going to give you every single thing on your list. You've got to weigh the most important things, you've got to have your, non-negotiables on there. These are the things I'm not willing to uh, to do without. Somebody who's honest, somebody who tells the truth, somebody who puts effort in and shows that I'm a priority. Um, I, I don't know. i somebody's a Christian, whatever your non-negotiables are, have your non-negotiables and then the others are negotiables, right? So if it's not a non-negotiable, then it's a negotiable. So then you've got to weigh your negotiables. And that's so important because that's, I think, the place where people come in and they go, oh, well, they did this or they're that. And, and they start lining them up. And I, 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 hear, I feel like I hear this every day, Steve. And I don't want to call anybody out on their stuff. But you know what? Nobody's going to meet your list 100%. And if you, love, if you love them, if you're compatible with them, if you can talk and communicate with them, if they're your best friend in a way, your best friend, um, you know, I get it, in a way, your best friend, your partner, um, if you're safe. If it's a if it's a sacred space, if you can trust that space, you've got the main things going for you. If you're aligned spiritually and emotionally and physically, I mean, how great is it if you have most of that, and then you then you're attracted to them also. You have yes, yeah. even if you had seventy five percent of your whole entire list, that would be a lot.
1: That's going to be more than that's going to be more than you find in most people. So the only question really is, is it the 75 critical percent? Like, is, it, is that is that missing 25 percent? Is it one of the fundamental deal breakers for you? Um, you know that I could understand, but other than that, I would think, you know, look, if you find somebody that's a 75, 80 percent match, like here's my list, here's this person, oh wow, it's really close. Um, are you really going to be that person who's i um, I'm holding out for the 100 percent? okay, hold on really tight. It may, it may, you may be on this ride for a little while. You're going to be very Um, lonely.
0: Yeah. You know, I think it's, I think it's important. It's because you can't, you can't be objective with yourself. You cannot do it. You've got to have an outside source. And if you haven't, Ever talk to somebody if you are single and you've been single for a while? If you're single and you have you are frustrated with the opposite sex for whatever reason that may be whether they're you find them to be flaky, you find them to be unfaithful, you find them to be um unreliable it, if any of if you see a pattern of any of those things happening, it's you. It's yes, you're attracting them. Yes, they, that's that's what you've got coming to you. But at the end of the day, you've attracted them. There's something in you that drew them into you. There's something in you pattern wise that you need or you're trying to get from that, or you're trying to heal from through that relationship or through an encounter like that. I mean, we we, we put what we put out there, we get back. So that's where i would say right now we're getting into the holiday season busy time nobody wants to really be alone if you're alone but you want to be with the right person it is time to take self inventory and say what am i attracting why am i attracting this what am i doing or not doing to to draw these people in steve any thoughts on that
1: well yeah the first thought is that i just learned recently what cuffing season actually, like I had I, heard it before and I always thought it was cutting season. And I was like, what? But no, I heard about cuffing season, you know, like hey, you want to get cuffed up, get handcuffed up to somebody I'm like, no, I don't know that I have a whole lot of cuffing seasons. I'm open to the right person at the right time. I don't know that it's going to be a seasonal experience for me. But um, yeah, look, fellas, if you're, if you're complaining about women, posting inconsistent messages on their Facebook. Why are you connected with them on Facebook? Thank you. And if you talk about, well, you know, but they go to the club and they do this. Okay. How do you know that if you're not at the club with them and if well, that's just where, that's just where I go and they're there. Okay. But if you're hanging out with them, you know, I, I, I told somebody just the other day, he was getting out of a a relationship with somebody they had that was just a horrible match for them. And I just finally said, get a grip. If you hang out with trash, you will be trash. That's it. (laughs) Um, you know, and if you don't want to be considered, if you don't want to fall in that category, clean your stuff up, you know, but guys, if you're complaining about women like that, um, or complaining like that about women, let me rephrase that because you may not have them clocked right, but if you're complaining about women, like that, why are you still connected with them? And let's be honest, we both know why you're doing it. Okay, <laughs> so it's because you want the you want the freak, but you wanted to be the good church girl when you wanted to be the good church girl. Decide what you want and do that. Yeah, okay? or you,
0: or they just want what's on the outside and not what's all what's yeah. on the inside. Yeah, you want and the goes shiny exterior,
1: ways. and and I'm not knocking that. I do too. I mean, I'm I'm. Completely weak for a great figure and a gorgeous one. I'm, I'm, I totally get that. I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying, you know, if you want to get to the chewy center and get to like, like maybe the problem is you, by the way. Have you, before you complain about a woman and the way she acts or what she posts or something like that, when's the last fellas? I'm going to ask every, every fella. And for the ladies who are on this uh, um, podcast, watching this podcast, this is a good question to ask a man um, that you want to really dig into. When's the last time you took the time or made the effort to actually get to know the woman you claim you're interested in? I don't mean what kind of drink you need to order her when you walk to the bar for her. I mean, really get to know what lights her wick, you know, what really um, intrigues her mind, what really touches her emotions, what, what really gets to her soul, what 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 effort have you made to actually get to know a woman? And for the women who are plugged into this podcast, I'll ask you, when's the last time a man made an effort to actually really get to know you? Because the answer to that question is usually, I've asked that question on days before, and the response usually is uh, 80% of the time, the response is tears rolling down somebody's face.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Jerry Ann said the good points. Steve, they're, they're good points. And it goes both ways on that. I, you know, I hate to say it, but you guys are also on the receiving end of women that are flaky, that don't know what they want, that are playing the field, that are exercising their power options, you know, that, that, you know, I, it's happening i see it i do see it all the time and ladies it's not attractive i mean it's not i mean at the end of the day a good man still wants a good loyal woman if you want a loyal man you need to be a loyal woman those qualities will attract the right kind of guy it will repel a good one also and trust me when when you're in the presence of a good guy and you may or may not know when you are and he sees that other side of you ladies where you're trying to be fun or cool or, um, or I don't know, maybe you are flaky. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. But if when he sees that, I, not only is he making that judgment and feeling that, but he's he's going to tell his friends, his good friends, that he knows, stay away from her. And I've heard the warnings. I've heard the I've heard them. And I've, I'll be honest, I've said them before, too. There's plenty. I will warn somebody if there's a guy or a girl that somebody needs to stay away from. And uh, flakiness, there's no room for that. If you say you want a relationship, then be in it. If you find something, be in it. Be committed to it. Uh, and that means getting to know somebody. Uh, Ann says the key to all of uh, that is a woman can be everything. All of those things in the moment at the right time. Same goes for a man uh, Billy Bob Harris. Hello. Welcome to my podcast, Billy Bob. Billy Bob's got his own podcast. Um, wonderful friend. Uh, so welcome Billy Bob. That may be the first time he's been on. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it is, it is a look in the mirror. Who am I being? What do I say I want? And who am I being to get that? If there are qualities of honesty, transparency, authenticity, faithfulness, um, communication, effort, every single one of those things needs to be there on your part if that's what you want in return. And ladies, just because you're you're you might be nice looking and have options doesn't mean you have to lower your standards or your values because you have options. If you want a relationship and you have somebody of quality to be in a relationship with, stop playing, stop. I don't know why we would do that, but it's when I hear it happening everywhere, and unfortunately I know some of these people that are doing it, it's not attractive. If you want to end up alone, that's the best way to do it is is exercising all your options, even when you have somebody great in front of you that's putting the effort in and trying. Um, they may not be perfect, but neither are you. So um, just uh, thought I would say that, um, <laughs> Steve, save me.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, no, you're doing just fine. No, I'll mess up with you. That's, uh, hey, first of all, um, guys, when Jennifer says she has worn people off or has thrown up the red flag or, yeah, she has. <laughs> She has. There have uh, been a couple of times when I've asked about someone, and Jennifer just looks, and goes, mm, no, not so much. And I'm like, okay, next. Um, so she's a great friend uh, that way. And if you have not, um, by the way, if you haven't registered uh, or set up a profile in her database, you really should. I don't think it. it, it there's no fee for it. You absolutely should do that for yourself. Um, Thanks for plugging me.
0: Yeah. You know what? We're going in the holiday season and I just feel like, you know, Steve, I know you said that you're not in any hurry and it is about timing and everybody being ready. Some of you have people in your life now that, that are great. And why aren't you capitalizing on that? Why aren't you pursuing that? Why aren't you into that? so that would that's what i would ask you first but second of all get ready get prepared get coaching get counseling whatever you need get get it right because it, holiday season scientifically not scientifically um statistically it, it this when most people are looking for love we're in pr- that's what cup uh, um uh cupping season what am i saying it's not cuffing season cuffing. is it It is, um, cuffing is what I had done to my back. Um, uh, Cuffing season is the time between October and uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, that more people are looking for love. It is a statistic that more people are looking. If you're single and you want somebody, now is your chance. But if you aren't whole and healthy and you're not presenting well and you're brushing off Good people, expecting them to be something you're not, you're gonna have issues. I mean, we have to really weigh. Th- I mean, somebody could show up. I've heard this one a lot, whether it's a guy or a girl. I'll hear somebody say, "You know what? I re- I had a great time. They were awesome." Very and I hear this one a lot. I don't know if it's still people carrying COVID weight, but um, but I'll hear people say we had such a great time, such a great connection. Um, I'm enjoying them. However, they're just a few pounds overweight, and I just can't seem to get past that. You know, I work out and take care of myself, um, and I just you know I want the same. And I know I get it. Nobody wants somebody you know um, who's. I don't want to insult people that have too much weight on them, but there is a point where it's too much, and I get that. Yeah, because
1: I'm very fragile.
0: A few extra pounds is a few extra <laughs> pounds, and I get that. But what about your imperfections? Maybe it's not your weight. Maybe you have a perfect body. You know, what's the whole? What was that whole joke years ago? Butter the butterfaces, the great well, yeah, body or, butterface. I mean, yeah, maybe or, there's...
1: or maybe if you're if you're focused on well, but they have a few extra pounds. Just remember, then go on a diet, and you'll still be shallow. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: or whatever. Yeah, stuff,
1: yes. to, keep, stuff to keep in mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm, and and really, I'm, I am trying to be nice about it, but there are areas where you're not perfect either. And if that is, if that is your perfect person, like Steve just said. They could lose weight. You know, the topic could come up. They could be motivated by their relationship with you. They could be motivated by your lifestyle, or 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 you guys start going together when you're dating. Things like I, that physically can change, but who somebody is inside doesn't.
1: By the way, um, since since you brought since you brought that uh, specific point up, Jennifer, you guys who, uh, you know, I've heard you. I've been around you. Um, Who critique a woman harshly with your gigantic beer gut? You know, oh, you know, put your hands on your belly while you talk about, oh man, she's got to lose at least 10, 15 pounds. Okay, you've got to lose like one giant bag of dog food. I mean, come on, I mean, (laughs) get it together, really. You know, wow. Um, And I'll go back to, she can always go on a diet. You'll still be a shallow jerk. So I don't know what diet you go on to fix that.
0: I hear it from, I hear it from women too, Steve. I'm just telling you, I hear it from the ladies also. Women yeah. are more willing to overlook things like that if the the emotional qualities are there, um, where men aren't. And and I agree. I mean, I I honestly would love for men to get a realistic mirror, you know, and look and look in that as to their physical qualities too. I mean, I think that's that's another key part of this whether we wanna look at it or not from a physicality standpoint. I do
1: not know a woman anywhere who does not have a full-length mirror. And I do not know very many guys. (laughs) right? Who do. And you fellas really, I mean, like, get you a full-length mirror. It'll tell all the secrets. It'll tell everything, you know.
0: Yeah, and and it's not about, again, being perfect, but if you're expecting perfection, and you're not. That's where the unrealistic part of it's going to come in, and uh, you know, I, I think the, I think there's many aspects of all this too. You know, Steve, I just had somebody in their late 60s tell me that you know he only dated like younger women, you know, and not women close to his age. He's emotionally immature I mean I get that's why he's dating younger women but you know you're going to get then don't complain about what you're getting when you're dating outside of your zone You're, you know we have to be equally yoked and again this is sounding superficial but so much of relationships are and where we're pushing people away and not getting to know them and not giving people a chance is on that superficial side I mean, let's face it. Yeah. That's where it all starts.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and and the whole older yeah, the May December um, uh, romances. I, I'm always amazed by the people who don't, whether it's men or women, and whichever side of the relationship they're on, um, who just are unrealistic about that relationship. And generally speaking, at least one half of the people in those relationships is being realistic even if it's not very attractive <laughs> even if the reality isn't very attractive they're at least being realistic about what they're really in that relationship for
0: i think too it's about agendas you know i mean oh people yeah that we out. yeah people that aren't secure and confident need somebody else that looks better than them to feel confident and that's that's again where you need to look in the mirror i mean if you need somebody better looking or better than you or smarter than you to feel like you have to compensate for your shortcomings, that's stuff you need to work on, not trying to compens then trying to get something that's out of your league that you're never gonna get, that is just gonna frustrate you and make you think bad about the opposite sex. I mean, expectations yep. kill relationships, they kill potential relationships. Um, and how we how the expectations come in is in how we see ourselves, right? And I guess I want to be um, I want to be very real at this point and say, here's here's how we need to show up. We need to have an accurate, we need to know who we are authentically. What we what do you bring to the table? And Steve, I ask a lot of people this question in coaching. And for people that don't have a lot of self-confidence or haven't asked themselves this question before ever in whatever their 40, 50, or 60 years of being alive. This is important stuff. Who are you and what do you bring to the table? If you don't know that, that's a problem. Um, and from an authenticity standpoint, if you're being real about here's, my, here's the great things about me and here's my baggage, like here's my stuff that I bring to the table. Everybody has it, you all bring it, here's your stuff. Be willing to be honest and open and 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 forthright about it when you meet somebody so that you're not hiding that stuff because when you hide things it 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 eventually is going to show up and blow up that relationship so it's just important that everybody shows up authentically from the beginning knowing that there's great things about them there's some not so great things about them and together as a relationship and and a partnership a lot of those things can heal that uh, or or you know, be whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that, but yeah. You know, uh,
1: um, one one caveat to what you said about you know be you know have an understanding of what you bring to the relationship. Like if somebody asks you, well, what do you bring to a relationship? Be prepared to have that answer, but be prepared to have that answer accurately. You no, know, I mean, have a very realistic, good point, honest assessment of yourself because you may think you bring things to, the, to a relationship that you just don't. Um, and, and by contrast, you may be undervaluing or overlooking some things that you do bring to a relationship that are critically important, very valuable. Um, I, I can tell you personally that I've been surprised at times by, um, by certain qualities that are pointed out. Uh, that we missing in every relationship, that every previous relationship that ever existed in that person's life. Uh, and so they place so much value on and, and appreciate it and respect it so much that these things now were present, you know, and let's give this relationship an opportunity because, wow, this is something I've never experienced before. Let's, let's be sure that we um, don't undervalue that or overlook it.
0: Yeah, but if you don't know who you are realistically, you're, yeah. I mean, that's really where it, what it comes down to is being able, and that's what the whole mirror is about, being able to look in the mirror. And that person, so many people that are on that post today said, I'm fine. There's, I have, I don't bring anything to the table, you know, <laughs> um, I know baggage. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you think, mm. then that's why you're not in a relationship. I mean, because everybody has it. I mean, everybody has a past, thank God, or we wouldn't be here, right? I mean, everything to, to bring us up to this point, you know, there, the, it could be beliefs, it could be previous relationships, it could be marriages, it could be, you know, um, uh, dysfunction, it could be beliefs that, you know, you have, it could be childhood wounds that you haven't healed yet. Everybody brings something. And it could be relationship baggage. I mean, a lot of you are pissed off because of what somebody else did to you or still hurt from a previous relationship. And that's, as Steve had said earlier, that's not fair to just unload on somebody you know new or to hold an expectation. I've, I've heard people say this a lot, Steve, where they say, well, all the other people I dated did this for me but they're not doing that for me. Well, they're not those other people you dated.
1: So well, the standard and, has and to be why yours. why are you no longer dating that other person?
0: Yes. The standard has to be yours, not- If you
1: tell me how many dates you've been on and I'm like, this, this has never happened. I've been on this many. I'm like, okay, all right. Why are you still single? <laughs> <laughs> You're so successful at dating why why is it exactly are you still single um yeah i love some of those comments to your post this morning jennifer i was i, I kept them like man some of y'all need to get a mirror and go stand up real close to it do that like that whole jean valjean soliloquy from les miserables you know who am i who am i yeah you, go figure yourself out 24601 you'll get a better handle on life i promise um by the way um a thought that occurred to me as you were talking about this jennifer just now the folks who think I don't have any baggage, who, oh, I'm okay. I don't have any baggage. I, I check all that stuff at the door. I don't, that, that's just not present in my life. I would bet all the money in my pocket against all the money in their pockets today, that if we had a conversation in about 30 to 45 minutes, we would figure out that they self-destruct, they self-sabotage a relationship. Every time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I'll i say if you come in with a bad attitude from other relationships or other experiences, if you start off with a bad attitude, and this is the mirror for some of you, please look in it. Because, and of course, probably the ones that I'm tra- saying that to aren't even on the show watching, but if you're that person that is commenting on my posts for years, that women suck or men men stink i hear from both sexes mostly from men though that all women are this and where are they, and i post about good women where are these good women they're not around you know none, they don't exist find them for me it's not them it's you there's plenty of great men there's plenty of great women if you're not attracting them it's you and that's, that's such a look in the mirror thing. That's when you have to go, okay, even though I don't believe this to be true because you think you're amazing, if I don't, even if I don't believe this to be true, if it were, how, why, how and why could it be? And this is where sometimes people can't see their own stuff and where you need to go get help because you have, you do, we all have blind spots. I mean, I do this for a living and I have blind spots. Um, luckily, I have people as my mirror all day long that remind me of things, and I'm like, ooh, I do that, or, you know, <laughs> I've thought that, and um, and so I have these mirrors all the time in my life, so I'm able to, you know, to, to look at things, but even I talk to somebody because we can't be objective with ourselves, and I can say this as a counselor: the things that come out of your mouth, you don't even know. You're telling me something that you believe is a fact, that you believe to be true, that is 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 as sure as anything for you, and it, it could not be more garbage than than I. I mean, it's it's amazing, and I I don't say that in a bad way. I'm just saying there's there's absolutely no truth to it at all from my end. I hear it and I think. Where did you get that? Where did you come up with that? Like, who told you that? Where's the belief from? Because it's not even grounded in reality at all. It's just something that a a friend of mine used to tell me, a belief is something you said yes to. Somewhere along the line, you said, yes, I should be treated this way. Yes, a man should do this. Yes, a woman should do this. Yes, a relationship should be at this point, at you know this time, and should move in this way. Yes, a man should text me like this. Yes, a woman should respond this way. I mean, a belief is just something you said yes to, where maybe you need to go back to that belief and figure out why you said yes to it, and maybe you shouldn't have been.
1: Sure, yeah and uh it, um man i just lost try i just had this great thought and a deer just ran past my window so it distracted me um i'll come back to it man i'm gonna that's feel a, like that's okay i know yeah, we've I'm got gonna,
0: a um we've got a race our uh our studio's got windows all around it and um they're doing setting up for some kind of race or something. So it has been, um, it has just been a show out here for me with the people, walking by, doing stuff, waving in here, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, so I, am, you know, I have really been good and focused. Um, you but, guys
1: ever, you guys ever watch uh, American Idol? For those of you who've ever seen American Idol, and inevitably in those initial audition episodes, um, you know, there's the big build-up. This person is like, man, this person's really it. This is going to be great. It's going to be awesome because their whole family talks about how well they sing, and their whole family has told them about how well they sing, has always told them, oh, yeah, you sound beautiful, it sounds great, and they go in and they sound like a cat that's been hit by a car, you know, <laughs> it's not pretty, it's not good at all, and it, 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 it's the same kind of thing in the dating environment, yeah. you know, somebody somewhere has pumped you full of some bad press, and maybe it was yourself who did it, you know, and you, you're you buying your own um, uh, BS, but, yeah, be honest about, where, who you are, where you are, and what you have to offer, and, and what your limitations are, you know? Yeah,
0: and I think the other, the other thing I want to point out, because, again, I think that that can be a hard look at for somebody, that self-examination. Why not just write down a list of all the things, all the qualities of a great relationship? What qualities would you have in that great relationship? You'd have great communication. You'd have trust. You'd have honesty, you'd have faithfulness, you'd have a, a connection, a spiritual, emotional, physical connection, you'd have shared values, shared hobbies and lifestyles, right? Um, uh, you'd have somebody that that was, uh, you know, had character and integrity um, and put in effort and made you a priority. You start putting that stuff down, and I gave you a bunch there, and then you started looking at, if honestly looking at if you bring those things to the table. Make that list, it has nothing to do with you, that way you don't have to own it. And, and then, and it's hard to do for some of you, but if you looked at that list, for you ladies that are that are dating somebody and then entertaining all the, the little boys that are messaging you on social media and asking you out and complimenting you and blah, blah, blah. If you're entertaining that stuff and laughing about it with your friends or even considering it, How are you honest? How are you ready for a relationship, right? I mean, how are you standing in integrity? You're not. And so I think you have to match your actions and words with your lifestyle and what you're really, really doing and who you're really, really being. And that's a tough, deep dive. I mean, that's not on the surface. You got to look at, that would be a list you got to look at and say, and here's how you do it. You can't just look at it and go, "Am I being that? Am I doing that?" You have to look at that and say, "Where would I not be doing that if I wasn't being honest in this relationship? If I wasn't being honest with myself, where would I not be being honest?" So now you're building a case for what you're not doing, and I mean, there's going to be some self-centered, narcissistic people that won't be able to, won't be able to, you know, really. Have that party, you know, but yeah, um, but sure. but the majority of people could look and say, you know what? And I coach you guys on a regular basis, and some of you will go, you know what? I'm not, I'm not matching here. I'm not showing up here. I could be better here. I'm not doing this, and I hear that all the time. But most of you don't stop to self reflect, and I'm saying stop, do it because your future is like. I mean, if you want a relationship. Yes, you have. I mean, it's God's timing, the rest of your life, whatever. At the same time, we are going to the holidays. And I know it's important for some of you, many of you to be, you know, coupled and maybe find love. And it's a great time to do so. People are more motivated to do so. Get you in order. All right.
1: So I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, Several days ago, I I had a conversation with a guy. He is a retired uh, Navy SEAL senior chief. And great guy, great guy. Um, And he and his wife, who's also uh, retired Navy, he has made a mission out of busting phony Navy SEALs. The likelihood that you will, in your lifetime, meet a Navy SEAL is so low. I mean, it's just just highly unlikely. And, um, but I will bet some of the ladies who are watching this podcast, have probably met or dated someone who claims to be a a Navy seal or former Navy seal, the highest rate, the highest rate of fraud of people posing to be a Navy seal in the online dating world is on Christian Mingle.
0: (gasps) Ah, wow.
1: And I tell you that. Facebook. Yeah. I tell you that because. It all leads up to this point. Whether you're a man or woman, Jennifer talks about this all the time. Be authentic. Be authentic about who you are and what you have to offer. And if it's not enough for somebody, that's okay. Somebody else is out there. Um, But or be happy
0: alone. If you know, be willing to at least be happy alone. Because if you can get to that point, as Steve just said, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it was just such a good point to to say. If if it's meant to be, it will be. If you're showing up authentically, you'll find that person. And if you don't be okay with, maybe that's not your plan. Maybe that's not the plan God has for you. But if you can get to that point where you're like okay with either, that's when you know you're healthy and whole. Not, yeah. But, but that that point where you're like, I'm good by myself. I don't need anybody. As long as it's a healthy, I'm happy. If I find my person great, I'll forever be open and ready for them. But if I never do, I'm happy. I have a great life. Um, I've got a lot of love in my life and I'm good. That's a different healthy, uh, different healthy than being pissed off about not having somebody.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and it's good. It's, there's, it's actually a sign of strength to be able to be happily uh, alone. And, you know, so I think what I call successfully single, you know, are you proficient at that? Great. But are you successful at it? Those are two different things. Um, you know, in, and if you can do that and still leave yourself open to the idea of a relationship when it hits you right in the face and it's the right person at the right time, you know, that's a, that's somebody I want to date, you know, somebody who who has those qualities and has it together like that. That's somebody I'd love to date.
0: And I'm going to say this because some of you do need to hear this. Your person may already be in your life right now. Some of you know your person. And that's the hardest thing for me sometimes is to know that some of you have met your person. They're right in front of you and you have put them in the friend zone. You've um, you've put them in the friend zone because they don't have something you want or th- they, they don't have something you think you need, but yet they meet all the qualities of the person that you really want to be with and you love them, but you're keeping them at a distance for some weird reason, you, you guys need to take a look around you because some of you have these amazing people already in your life and... Uh, I, I see it every week. Um, it's hard to bite my tongue on some of these. Um, okay, so uh, so I we didn't have any questions. Um, a lot of people watching. And um, uh, hey, Guy. Hey, Martha. Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. Um, and uh, no questions. So, okay. You well, guys wait. were
1: just all busy taking inventory of yourself as we were talking. I know it. I just know it.
0: Well, you know, I, I, listen, when people are pe- when people are listening and it's hitting home, sometimes there's not questions. It's just hopefully, like I said, hitting home somewhere. You're taking notes and you're willing to look at yourself and take an honest yeah. look at yourself because there's not one of us that shouldn't be doing it, right? Uh, okay, so. Uh, I've got a
1: question real quick. Yes, Ziggy. Ziggy, uh, our I've producer
0: a, has a question. Yeah,
1: I've got a question for both of you. Uh, So, going into uh, holiday season, cuffing season, since we're talking about taking a look at ourselves, what do you think is the number one thing, the number one blind spot that people have when they're trying to take a look at themselves and they just can't seem to get it? The
0: number one blind spot. That's um,
1: Actually, that's a pretty good question, Ziggy. It's a
0: really good question, Ziggy. Um, such a great question. You have us stumped. Um,
1: no, no, I have an answer. Okay. I'm just trying to defer to the host.
0: Oh, no, go ahead. I'm, gonna, I have to th- I'm a thinker, so I'm going to think about that. I'm very analytical.
1: Um, I think people overanalyze a lot. And, you know, and so they have all this. I'll give it i I'll come at that a different way. We talked earlier about baggage. Well, there's emotional scar tissue, you know, that builds up inside a person. And so you may have a set of beliefs about who, this, you know, about, about yourself and about, well, I can do this and I can't do that. And I, you know, I, I won't do this, but I will do that. And, you know, like the meatloaf song, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> you know? um, and so the blind spot is that truth when you're at 30 may be different when you're at 40 and different when you're at 50, but you're still holding on to the same 20 year old, you know, well, this is true about me. You know, when I was 30, I was in a different place physically. You know, I looked I looked different. I was built differently. I had more hair. I had, you know, uh, it was dark. It was, you know, um, and which is that's nothing that me and L'Oreal can't fix together. But, um, <laughs> you know, the, but the people's reality changes. But remember what I said earlier? about the external reality and the internal perception and how sometimes those stories conflict with each other, you got to get it all moving in the same direction. That's the biggest blind spot that I see with people um, taking an honest personal inventory. Sometimes you have to realize you're not looking to see, do I still have 10 boxes of this and four crates of that? And, you know, no, it's like, you've got to take an inventory from scratch. You don't have to see if you still have what you used to have. You have to take inventory of what you have today.
0: That's a, that's a good answer, Steve. I'm gonna I'll, I'll second that. I think um, I think that people. Do, that's a great point when you said do it from scratch because who we are today. If you did your list five years from now, it'd be different. Even three years. You sold from out now, all that
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You sold out. That that inventory got wiped out. Yeah. But- I mean, that even if you just had a pre- got
0: over a previous relationship, that, that's going to change perception and things. And I think the people's biggest blind spot is twofold, superficiality armed with expectations. So people are looking for their ideal somebody, expecting them to have all these qualities that um, they think they need and... Um, and they're not showing up, they're not showing up with those either, but they're, they're it's just, it's sup, it's all very, very superficial and we're not giving the right people a chance. And that to me, from a dating coaching standpoint, that is, that's where you guys are losing the good ones. You're not giving the good ones a chance and you're not giving them an opportunity. Um, you're just brushing them off at a first conversation, a first date, a first impression, um, or a third, even. I mean, if you if if you've got somebody great in front of you, and there is a connection between you two, you have to look for ways to nurture that versus reasons to get out of it. Right. Um. So. And
1: and an important point, uh, uh, something important. I think about this whole inventory, this honest inventory we're talking about. I think it goes beyond just you know, do I, do I make an effort to dress myself nicely? Do I fix, keep my hair nice? That kind of stuff. You know, do you go to the same bar every Tuesday and sit on the same stool and order the same drink to stay for exactly the same length of time? Do you, you know, I mean, do you, it, do you have a pattern in your life or patterns in your life that maybe you need to break? You know, you're not meeting someone because you're not willing to change your routine, try something new, try something different. You or, know, or are you your always in the club? You know, are you, I mean, so when people say, Hey, Steve, we never see you in the club anymore. I'm like, yeah, I never see you in the bank, right? you know, <laughs> change my pattern, change things up. So, you know, do you need to do that? I mean, uh, there was certainly a time when I needed to, um, yeah, I think that's part of a, of a complete top to bottom, front to back, inside out inventory. Yeah. And I think it's worth doing.
0: Love it. Love it. Uh, you're so insightful, Steve. I um, always enjoy my conversations with you. Um, you know what, everyone, thank you for joining us. You know, I want to, uh, before the end of the month, and give you guys a little bit of time, our sponsor, uh, Dr. Adine Kingston, uh, she has one special going on until the end of October. And with the holidays coming up, ladies, gents, it's time to get that stuff done. If you're getting Botox filler, or whatever you're getting done, Because a lot of people do that for holiday parties and New Year's. Now's your time because it takes some time to kick in. Um, She's got Versa fillers um, on sale and I'm going to tell you something. She's got them on sale till the end of October, but she doesn't have enough appointments. We were talking about it yesterday. I said, I'm going to make one more announcement on this. Um, these, are, these, are, yeah, these are really good fillers. These are for really neat spots. Guys, you love them. They're, they're super soft. They're filling in lines if you want to look younger. I know somebody was bitching about people filtering their pictures. If you're filtering your pictures, fix yourself, because at the end of the day, people not showing up, as who they say they are is a huge disappointment too so don't you know if you're if you're filtering your pictures do something about it go see our sponsor and at the end of the day you know she's supporting our show. So whatever, you know, whoever is out there and looking to get these things done, I mean, we're do, we're coming on here every week doing coaching and putting our time and energy in. And she's, you know, she's sponsoring our show. So I would love it if you guys would show her some love and appreciation and go see her. Uh, And she's amazing. She's a cosmetic dermatologist. So she's the best injector of all injectors. Um, I'm about to go in and get some more. And look,
1: fellas, don't be scared to go in and do something like that. It's always, it's a good value. So I'm actually going to call Dr. Kingston's office. I'm going to say, hey, can I buy this now? But then if you're, if you've got if you've got a full book between now and the end of October, can I come in in early November? So this is, can this I do is, it and buy it now? Or,
0: this is or what I, I meant to say. So thank you for bringing that up. For Lovability listeners, you're going to have to tell her you're with Lovability. You can, as long as you call in for it before the end of October, you can book out into, because she only has so many appointments, into other months, you can book out into like November, and I think she said December too. Um, but you have to call in before the special's over in October and at least book it. So show her some love, show her some appreciation, um, because that matters to the show. Uh, so, uh, so all of the fillers are first syringe, second syringe, you get more off and the third and, uh, that stuff, that stuff it's goes Four hundred first
1: First syringe, 400, <laughs> second is three, third syringe is two. That's a bargain at any, at, at even at a higher price would be a yeah, bargain. Yeah, get three. So don't, don't. <laughs> Don't be sleeping on this special. And yeah. you so can and call Kingston. You can call and yeah, make that appointment them. at 469-457-0107. That's 469-457-0107 to make your appointment with Dr. Adine Kingston today.
0: All right. Thank you, everybody. Ziggy, you're so good at that. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week for the Loveability Love Ability Show.
1: Lovegen.com. Lovegen.com. Go love register and get your profile up. Love. Thank you, love